Terry and the Pirates. Following a thrilling experience in the snowstorm near the Kunlun Mountains in China, and after their fortunate meeting with Dr. Milton, the splendid American medical man who is devoting his life to helping unfortunates, Terry and his friends are now on their way to the town of Min Chow. We'll see what happens in today's transcribed adventure in just a moment. Terry and the Pirates is brought to you by the makers of Libby's Pineapple Juice, one of Libby's hundred famous foods. Supposing somebody were to ask you to name the most famous romantic beach in all the world, what would you answer? I'll bet you wouldn't even have to stop and think. Right off, you'd say, the beach at Waikiki. Yes, Hawaii's lovely Waikiki, with its white sands and surfboards, is the king of beaches. And Hawaii is famous, too, for the king of fruits. The big, luscious pineapples that grow in Hawaii are the finest in all the world. And those are the pineapples that Libby presses to get Libby's delicious pineapple juice. This pineapple juice of Libby's is really, truly Hawaiian. And boy, oh boy, is it good. The pineapples it comes from are left on the plants until they reach the very peak of full ripe flavor. Never have you tasted a drink with the grand and glorious goodness of Libby's pineapple juice. So ask your mother to get it, boys and girls. Tell her you'd like to try Libby's Hawaiian pineapple juice. Libby's is spelled L-I-B-B-Y-S. You won't be the only one in your house to go for it. This is a drink your whole family will be keen on. Libby's pineapple juice tastes so refreshing. It makes a wonderful drink for breakfast. And it's fine between meals because it doesn't steal your appetite. Remember the name, Libby's pineapple juice. And now... Terry and the Pirates. Yes, if it were not that the mountains of snow glistening in the sunset were in China, Terry and his pals might well believe they were here in the United States. And it was almost Christmas time. So instead, they are all bundled up in a sleigh. Burma, April, Jude Hennick... Pat Ryan and Terry, and feeling quite happy after their dangerous experience in the blizzard. Well, almost there, Burma, in spite of all this snow. How do you feel? Oh, Terry, my boy, if I ever get thoroughly warm again, I'll never complain about anything. But golly, you ought to be warm enough, all those blankets. Yeah, the wind freezing my nose and my feet like a couple of hot water bags in the morning. Oh, sure, I'm just ducky. How about you, April? Me? Oh, I'm fine. I can't feel my nose anymore. Do you think it's frozen? <laughs> well, there isn't very much to freeze, April, so cheer up. There sure is lots of snow in the Kunlun Mountains. You know, I like snow. It always reminds me of Christmas and Santa Claus. Yes. Oh, that reminds me. I've got my Christmas shopping list already. How many days of that are Christmas, Terry? Uh, you mean shopping days? Yes, Terry. Oh, Mr. Ryan, do you know if there are any good department stores in Minchow? Department stores? <laughs> I don't know, April, but I wouldn't plan too much on it. What are you going to give me for Christmas? Why, Mr. Ryan, I want to give you... Well, I can't tell you what I'm going to get you. You're supposed to be surprised Christmas morning. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I know what let's do. Let's all sing something. That's a good idea. Well, what do we sing? Well, we're riding in a sleigh, so why not sing Jingle Bells? 
Do you know it, Carrie? Yeah, I know that. Well, you go ahead and start it, and we'll join in. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Riding through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. Oh, how beautiful we go. Oh, look, I think it's going to start to snow again. You've got enough snow now to suit me. Oh, I like snow. You can throw snowballs and go downhill on a sled. Oh, that's in your department, dear, not mine. I don't want to think about ice skating, either. All I want is an easy chair and a warm fire. Say, Pat, how big a town is Minchow? Dr. Milton says about 5,000. Not bad, eh? Well, Mr. Ryan, what's the principal business in Minchow? Well, April, I suppose it's hoping it won't be bombed by the invader before spring. Oh, dear. Will they drop those things on Minchow, too? Well, wherever the Army has anything, that's where the trouble will be. Yeah, I suppose that experimental gas station, that laboratory run by Dr. Boyd Ben, the invader will bomb that someday, huh? Like as not. Hey, look down there. Down the hill. That must be Mitchell. Yeah, that's it. Must be. Oh, it's just a little town, isn't it? What did you expect? A world fair? Hey, dude. Hey, wake up. We're pulling the Mitchell. Ooh, what? Just rest my eyes. Oh, what's up? We'll be getting off in front of the army post in a few minutes. Put yourself together. Uh-huh. Boy, was I sleeping. Hey, by the way, Duty, what about those formulas? You know those papers you're going to deliver to Dr. Moy, Ben? You know, the papers you got from General Chang? Yeah, I've got them in a special envelope pinned inside my shirt. I'll deliver them as soon as we get settled. What's that? Way up there on the hill behind the town? See those little buildings and tanks? Oh, that must be Dr. Moy, Ben's experimental station. A lot of old shacks from here. A lot of important work is going on in those old shacks, according to Dr. Milton. Some experiments with gas, a new type of gas. Well, heads up, everybody. We're rambling down the main street. Let's come into Minchow with our colors flying. Jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in the one-horse open sleigh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, this is the army post, at least the place we're supposed to be. Now what we do? There's a chap standing by the door. Looks like an American. I better ask him. Mm-hmm. Why, look there. Of all places to meet people you know. Well, there's Ken Hook. Who? Well, I'm sure it's Ken. I, I met him in Singapore last year. He's a, a chemist or something. You mean that chap standing right there? Why, yeah. Hi there, Mr. Hook. Over here. Well, upon my word, who have we here? Do you remember me? I'm Burma, and we met... In Singapore. How could I forget? Uh-huh. But I'm not surprised to see you here. No, no, in fact, I've been expecting you. You have? Yes, indeed. And quarters are all arranged for you and uh, and your companions. I uh, don't believe I'm... Oh, well, let's acquaint it, Ken. Uh, Folks, this is Mr. Kennington Hook. (laughs) That sleepy-eyed gent with a frown is Dude Hennick, pilot extraordinary. Ah, yes, I've heard about you, Mr. Hennick. I'm honored. Hi. And this little cherub is April Kane. Kane? How do you do, Mr. Hook? Uh, The name is Hook, Miss Kane. But no matter. Uh, and this, I presume, is the formidable Pat Ryan? That's right, Ken. I'm happy to know you, sir. Thanks. You'll be a lot more sociable when I thaw out. And this is Terry Lee. Hello, Mr. Hook. Uh, you say you know where our quarters are? Uh, yes, you see, I've arranged everything. I, uh, 
I knew Miss Burner was coming soon. Oh, you needn't have gone to any trouble. Oh, the experimental station, Dr. Moy, Ben, will get along without me for a few hours. Up to the door, it isn't often that uh, lovely young lady, uh, two lovely young ladies, spent any time in Minshaw. <laughs> oh, Mr. Hook, we must simply look terrible. So you're working at the experimental station, the laboratory up on the hill, huh? Yes, I'm Dr. Moy's first assistant. Well, suppose we get started. Can't spend all night out here in the snow. We've done enough freezing for a while. Later. Now, if you'll just take your luggage out of this sleigh and follow me, you see I have a car, an army car. I use it going from the town up to the laboratory. Uh, where do we go, Mr. Hook? There's a delightful lodge, a law cabin place, you know. Big fireplace, room for everybody. Well, will you be living there, Mr. Hook? Me? Oh, no, no, no. I have other quarters. Why do you ask? Oh, no reason. <laughs> Just making polite conversation. No, but I'll be around. Oh, yeah, I'll come around any time, Ken. Glad to have you. Yeah, by all means. Even if it takes you away from your work. Yes, and we can play guessing games and have lots of fun. I hate guessing games. Well, we'll keep you cheered up, all of you. I was given to understand that you would leave here in a plane, but because of sudden snowfall, all planes are grounded. It takes some time to clear a runway and all, you know. <laughs> but we'll make you at home. Eh, Miss Burner? Oh, sure. Yeah, everybody's going to be happy. <laughs> sure. Uh, come along, Burner. The men can get the lunch into the car. This way. Watch yourself. Go along, April. Us men will carry the things. Oh, isn't he wonderful, Terry? So good looking. And he talks like it's out of a book. Yeah, the hook book. Now, go on. Get out of the car. All right, Terry. But I think he's just wonderful. Wonderful. I'd like to check a sock and hook. That doesn't rhyme, Terry. Sock and hook. That doesn't rhyme. You ever see two women make such a fuss over a fella? He's a good looking, Umbre. Must be smart, too. First assistant to Dr. Moy Ben. Not something, eh, Pat? Let's not make any snap judgments either way. You know, if you ask me, I think Burm has fallen for him. She's an arm in Singapore. What do you think, dude? Oh, I don't know. But I'm not exactly happy about Mr. Kennington Hook. He's a little too... too refined for me. Maybe that's it. Let's not make any snap judgments, I said. Well, you know me, Pat. I don't say things in a hurry, but... If I'm not mistaken, we're going to have trouble with Mr. Hook. I say, do you need any help? Uh, What are you men mumbling about, Senator? You'll be surprised, Mr. Hook. I beg your pardon. What did you say? I said it's high hole and we're off to the log cabin lodge in the Cumlin Mountains. And I wouldn't be startled if we had a bit of talk. And this gentleman should serve as yogurt. There are three bunks, all very comfortable. Uh, thanks, Mr. Hurt. You manage okay. Yeah. Well, thanks, Mr. Hook. I'll see you all later, I thought. Hey, dude. Yeah? I don't want to appear like a killjoy and all that, but... Yeah. You're thinking about the formula papers. There's no sense in carrying important papers around if you can hide them. What, in this bedroom? Just making a suggestion, Terry. Funny you're saying that, Pat. I've been thinking of hiding these papers ever since we arrived in Minjaw. Well, where can you hide them? Well, let's see. The log cabin. No reason why we couldn't find the log. It's got a hole in it. All you need is a small opening, just large enough to roll up that envelope. Well, and... I'll unpin it from my shirt. Hey, how about this, dude? Hey, come here. Let's see. Yeah. 
Look here, Pat. Right here at this far side. I'll, uh... Yeah, all right. Set the envelope in there. In the right-hand corner. Now, remember, the fifth log from the top in the right-hand corner. I see, and uh, if there's anything you need, just let Ken Hook know, eh? Uh, the ladies are in their room. There's a lively fire out here in this main room, and I'm sure you'll be quite comfortable. Uh, but uh, now I'm obviously... Well, chin up. Min Cha will turn out to be quite a surprising play. You'll see. Hmm. you suppose Kennington Hook was listening? Or that he seems to be a nice enough chap? He's Dr. Moy Ben's assistant. And yet... Well, I'll tell you something interesting about tomorrow's adventure in just a moment. So stand by. Boys and girls, for sheer downright enjoyment, ask your mother to get Libby's pineapple juice and Libby's tomato juice. They're the very best refreshers you ever met up with. And they've got important vitamins, too. Now, when the gang comes over to your house and you want to give them something swell to drink, you're sitting pretty with Libby's juices in the house. They'll go for Libby's tomato juice with its bright red color and ripe tomato flavor. And they'll sure like Libby's pineapple juice from Hawaii. Remind your mother, now. So, Burma and April Kane are rather charmed with Mr. Hook, huh? Well, he's going to play an important part in this newest transcribed adventure. So, keep an eye on him. Because... And here's the big advance news. You're not going to meet the famous Dr. Moy Ben as soon as you expect. And you know why? Well, you'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> 